Weikert Realtors Triad Associates presents David Helms and Rick Epperson talking about Triad Real Estate. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. We are seasoned veterans now. This is our second show. So um, one of the things that we wanted to mention was if you have some ideas for what you'd like to hear us talk about, or even uh, maybe a catchier name for our show, please go to weigerttriad.com, hit contact us, and fill in the box with whatever you're thinking about. So today is a beautiful uh, fall day. Uh, this is David Helms, by the way, and I'm here with uh, President of Weikert uh, Realtors Triad Associates, Rick Epperson. And as we walked into the studio today, we saw that they're starting to put up the Christmas decorations. Did you see that, Rick? I did. Yeah, I did. yeah. So I'm pretty sure Rick will agree with me on this, but, well, I'll just ask you straight up, what do you think the very best Christmas present that somebody can give would be? The very best Christmas present. How about a new home? I like it. I like it. I like it. So we are in a perfect position to be Santa Claus, just in case you're interested. And once again, reach out to us. We'd love to uh, help you. But anyway, we're going to talk today about a couple of different uh, topics that seem to be current. And the first one we're going to get into is staging your home for sale. So uh, Rick, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? You know, um, it's always uh, a thought process for Dave and I to think about topics that are going to be viable to the public uh, when we come over here to do a show. So um, I wanted to mention things, uh, first off, that uh, I thought were staging tips that you could do fairly uh, cheaply that uh, if you're really thinking about getting your home ready for sale, um, these kind of things really help. And you might not think about them being of any consequence but uh how about a new welcome mat at the front door um and, and they, these things are things that you can do rather cheaply so to speak um just having a nice fresh welcome mat at the front door maybe painting the uh the threshold of that front door maybe painting around that front door or maybe even painting the front door uh is really going to make a big difference when you when, when you show it when an agent shows up at the home and is getting ready to show the property. Um, uh, hang some nice uh, wall art. Uh, if you don't have some art up and your walls are very bare, hang a few pieces of uh, nice art up. Uh, have a nice table set, like you're going to have a nice dinner. Have you have a, a nice table set. Uh, incorporate some house plants throughout the house in strategic areas, maybe an office, sunroom, uh, great room, den, maybe something in the master bedroom. Plants are always great. Uh, add some uh, throw pillows and blankets on the, uh, on the couches or the, uh, in, strategically in the bedrooms and that type of thing. Nice colorful throws and blankets are always nice. If you don't have art, uh, there's always mirrors. You can do mirrors of different types. There's a lot of decorative mirrors now that, that look really uh, nice. Uh, and, and uh, you know, if you're placed properly in the home. Um, if you have uh, a few little knickknacks of some sort uh, that you might want to put out uh, without it feeling too uh, uh, cluttered, decorative uh, pieces, so to speak, um, those are always nice. 
uh, vases maybe, and don't neglect the bathrooms. Uh, make the bathrooms look sharp. Have all the, uh, the extras in the bathrooms as far as uh, your soap holder and your toothbrush holder and, and nice towel sets and that type of thing. So you can do all of those things relatively inexpensively, and um, I just wanted to start there. That's fantastic. Uh, those are some great ideas. One of the uh, things that I've noticed on a lot of houses that we've been in, uh, which is probably on your list there, is many of us have pets, especially dogs. And what do you think about the uh, the door moldings that are all scratched to pieces? Would you think that would be something that might ought to be spruced up before Absolute, they list? Absolutely, Dave. If you... Uh if you've noticed uh, that you have that from your pet or pets and um, you've got those areas that are marred up or scratched up or what have you, definitely they need to be sanded and, and uh, puttied up and, and painted. Absolutely. I, I, we just see it so many times when you walk through a house that's for sale and you see all the parts that are torn up by animals. And uh, Every customer I ever bring through in a scenario like that, they always talk about that. So go ahead and get that fixed up. Uh, and I know Fido may add a couple more during the marketing process, but so be it. You can clean up three years worth to get started. Another thing uh, on the, when you're talking about all those were fantastic ideas that are just a few bucks, but I would emphasize don't overdo it. You know, uh, you know, m minimalist sometimes is the best now those are some great very inexpensive staging tips but i think you've you've stumbled on something that's uh that's new and innovative uh, first time i'd seen it was just last week and uh, why don't you share a little bit with us about that dave there's a couple of uh, different things uh, uh now that you mention it that have uh, come out into the marketplace that companies or brokers can use um and they're really interesting um uh, one is a virtual staging. So let's say, you know, some properties just look better with furniture or items in the house while other properties do not. And a good agent can tell you uh, how they feel about your property when they're getting ready to list your property or put it on the market, which is going to be the best uh, for the for you. But um you can have a completely empty room, and, and, the, and with this virtual staging, they can place furniture in the rooms. They can place uh, uh, paintings, uh, TVs on the wall, anything. Basically, they can look make it look like the home is totally lived in with uh, modern uh, furniture, modern appliances, um, as far as the as far as the staging goes, and. Another thing would be the, the flooring. Uh, they, may, they can enhance the flooring uh, shots. They can um, actually uh, put, show clothes in the closet and towels folded up in the closet and that type of thing. Um, you can take a um, property and uh, edit the uh, outside photos, uh, uh, dusk photos, and make them look a little bit better, um, that type of thing. Uh, you can do... Uh, edits on if you have a pool or uh, special amenities on the outside you can edit those as well um, I think those are all uh, uh, really neat things 
for uh, home sellers to have at their fingertips to use, along with, you know, we now have the new 3D technology, which on the 3D technology, we can take the home and we can put it on our website and actually turn the home around every direction, every which way, show the entire floor plan uh, to someone that is um, out of the area that's not here and able to look at the property. And also within that, you have a virtual 360 panoramic camera that is able to take pictures of the inside and outside of the home all the way around, as well as um, having uh, a drones uh, fly the property. If it's a nice property, we might have a drone out there and have it flown from the outside, and, um, and on the inside, they'd be using the camera, which gives the same effect. So, uh, yeah, there's really a lot of new technology out here in the marketplace for home sellers. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions about that or like to have more information, we have a contact us button on our website, www.wikertriad.com, and we'd love to hear from you folks. Well, that's all, that's all exciting stuff. Uh, the, the technology it, it getting into the marketing now for homes is, is just I'm just really tickled to see it. The uh, once again, where I should say we're not trying to uh, show something that's not there. We don't, you know, this technology doesn't let you take a a, a non-functional situation and make it functional. But what it does is it allows us to show all the parts and pieces in their very best light. And I think that's some very positive. Uh, steps forward in in real estate marketing so to take what we're, what we've been talking about to the next step uh let's let's get into some remodeling uh the some of the larger projects that you would do for your home that would uh, maybe take a larger investment and like like we mentioned on just a little touch up for the staging things don't go overboard before you do a project Go out and see what it what the neighborhood's like. If you're the only house on the street that has, you know, a four-car garage and the swimming pool and the super patio and the brand new master suite, all those are really cool things. And if you're gonna stay there forever and you just that's just what you want to do, then do it, but do it for that reason. Don't do it for resale because you're probably not gonna get a very much of a return on your investment if you over improve for your neighborhood. So start with there. So we went to uh, look for some information on remodeling that had maybe had some numbers to it because I think the concepts are familiar to most real estate professionals, but sometimes we don't have the exact numbers to go along with it. So we found a, a, a research study that was done by Remodeling.net in 2018. And so they had things in order about the highest returns that you can get by doing these things. And some of them were smaller and some of them were larger, of course. But Rick, what would you think number one on that list was that had the highest return? Dave, I don't really know what would be number one. I, I was thinking maybe a kitchen or a bathroom. I, you know, I was thinking exactly the same thing, but we're wrong. It turned out to be a new garage door. Uh, you know, back for many years now, the 
started with your basic wood doors and then it went to largely vinyl but you had a you know the the little mini squares or the squares with the window parts but now there's all sorts of really nice garage doors a lot of them mimic the old carriage style from the carriage houses in the uh, buggy days uh, which it looks a little more historic but there's all sorts of really beautiful garage doors now and according to the study uh, you get 98% of your money back on uh, putting in a new garage door. So number two on the list, uh, which probably would make sense to a lot of people because you see a lot of it around the triad now, is stone veneer. How about that? Um, stone veneer obviously is is a curb appeal type of situation. And the stone veneer could be real stone or it could be the synthetic hello i can't say synthetic there we go the synthetic stone which is popular um sometimes you just see it for a wainscoting as opposed to an entire facing uh but uh it does dress up the home and it does add to curb appeal and of course curb appeals a word that are two words that we can say like 47 times because it is definitely one of the things that sells the house. It's what makes people slow down and call the number on the sign and say, I want to see inside that house. So anyway, on the stone veneer, the return apparently is 97%. All right, so here's another wacky one. So I'm asking you the tough ones, Rick. What do you think number three might have been? Uh, number three, maybe window replacement? Yeah, that's a great guess, and I probably would have gone with uh, that being very high also. But actually, number three is replacing your entry door. Once again, it's a focused on curb appeal. And that, you know, typically, uh, even though you can get some expensive doors compared to a kitchen or bathroom model, it's not going to be that much uh, uh, of a cost. But according to the study, 91% of, you, of your money you get back for uh, replacing your entry door. Okay, now number number four, I'll bet you can guess that one because that's one that that we we've known about for a while. Oh, uh, deck addition. Ah, uh, bingo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Eighty-two percent on adding a deck to the back of your home if you don't have one. So that that's a keeper. Now I I got to mention something I saw the other day which just cracked me up. Uh, I I actually saw it on Facebook. I'm admitting it, but. Many places, well, almost every place that I'm aware of, you now have to have a permit to uh, to build a deck on the back of your house. So there was a picture of a guy that had taken a pontoon boat and put it right snug up against the back of his house, and it had a completely flat deck on it. It was the same size as a deck. And the caption was, when your local community requires a permit to build a deck but not to store a boat. <laughs> so I think it was a brilliant idea, and it was hilarious. But don't do that. Homeowner, that homeowners with ideas. <laughs> that's not what we mean when we say add a deck, okay? All right, the next one uh, probably is something that you'd be able to jump on uh, also right away. What do you think number five would be, Rick? How about a kitchen remodel? Yeah, and they're saying a minor kitchen remodel right. here, okay? So uh, what that means lots of times is maybe flooring, almost always appliances, because there's appliances now that 
that almost do everything but come and tap you on the shoulder and wake you up in the morning and make you French toast. But um, the latest appliances are always popular. And uh, lots of times you can spruce your cabinets up without having to replace them. So I think in a minor kitchen remodel category, it would include things like that. Uh, what what do you see in nowadays uh, when people are sprucing up? You've you've been in some houses lately where they've done some stuff like that. What yeah, well, if caught you're doing, you up? If you're doing a minor kitchen remodel, I think like like you mentioned, Dave, the uh, kitchen door, the uh, doors to the cabinets, mm-hmm. okay, can be um, redesigned, or or you can actually just buy new doors for those cabinets instead of the whole box, instead of the whole box, yeah, the whole unit, yeah. and then you can either stain them, paint them, uh, whatever you'd like to do. Great. And then we have such a variety of popular countertops now, whether, mm-hmm. you're, whether you're using quartz or granite or uh, Corian or whatever, you know, uh, the, the case may be. We have such a variety there of colors and looks with those products that you can do. Um, and I think, like, like you said, the appliances uh, are so important that they're kind of Modern and up to date, people are uh, appreciating the changes in 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 that industry with the uh, appliances, um, and lighting. I think lighting mm-hmm. in a kitchen, uh, lighting is another thing that you can do relatively uh, cheaply. You can go out and update your lighting. Let's say your home was built like in the late seventies, and your fixtures are probably going to look accordingly. So. Um, change those lighting fixtures. That's a great idea. And you can get really inexpensive under-counter lighting, things like that now. Uh, th- those are all great ideas. Uh, one more thing I would add on the cabinets is the new uh, hardware. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can spend uh, a nominal amount and change the... Yeah. Uh, Going, that's one of the things. Once again, just like you have the uh, the home buyers, they walk through a house, and the ones that were complaining about the scratches on the uh, door jams are also the ones that go, "Ooh, ah, look at the uh, knobs on the cabinets." So sometimes little things make a huge, huge difference. That's right. Okay, so number six, that's probably not one that we hear about a lot, but it makes a lot of sense, and that would be siding replacement. So I would say that's probably more aimed at if you have um, like maybe a, a masonite siding, something that's that's definitely uh, probably not in vogue right now. Or maybe you have the older vinyl in styles that you don't see anymore because there have been some huge, huge uh, leaps in the quality of vinyl siding. But they say if you replace your siding, you can get as much as 76% back on your investment. Now, number seven, that's a layup oh, for you. Oh, there you go. It's the old window replacement. Yes, yeah, sir. Have the windows working so you can crawl out the windows. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have them open and shut, but it's also nice for all your heat not to get sucked out the window, that's right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, the uh, insulation factor on the new windows is just exponentially better than uh, how than the ones in the houses built in the 50s or 60s or 70s but you know what we still see a lot of houses with original windows yeah we do we really do and but also when you get into the windows uh, i gotta say shop a little bit i had a gentleman because i I actually was thinking about redoing the windows in my house and had somebody knock on my door and he wanted to do a pitch and i said sure come on do a pitch and uh 
I, I was definitely sitting down when he gave me the number because it was about the cost of a new car to put windows in. So um, shop around. Find the Cadillac there, are you, Dave? <laughs> yeah, almost literally. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I passed on that one. But anyway, uh, okay, so uh, the next one's not one that I would have thought of, but uh, it shouldn't be a huge dollar amount. It would be a universal design bathroom. So as the population ages, uh, you know, the grab bars, uh, accessibility uh, into showers, things like that are becoming more and more important, especially with the uh, concept of aging in place. We're not going to go into that a lot today. But anyway, so that type of, uh, of remodeling, they're saying you can get 70% back on your money. All right. Then the next one is I, I that's another one i know you're going to get this one what do you think it might um, be how about complete bathroom remodel ding 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 there you yeah, go yeah. um so there's just 40 million different ways to remodel your bathroom it's going to vary uh depending on your taste but once again keep in mind don't go or overboard for your neighborhood Okay, so just keep that in mind. Other than that, have fun with it and do what you want. Uh, remember, for resale, though, individual touches are great. But if you're thinking about resale, try to make it something that's going to appeal to the most people. So your purple and pink and orange uh, bathtub and tiles, maybe you wouldn't want to go there. Dave, how do you think that... Um Someone's going to know the difference in uh, being able to figure out what to do with this. You could ask. Yeah, maybe ask your real estate professional and or maybe ask your decorator or your remodeling contractor. But once again, you need to be careful who you're talking to. Get some references and look at lots of things that they've done. But yes, use a professional and then uh, number 10, to round out the top 10, uh, this one is, uh, uh, I think it's, it's just, it makes a lot of sense. It's a roof replacement, okay? Uh, if, you, if you've got leaks, fix it. But also, when you're, once going back to your curb appeal, a new roof always looks good, especially with some of the architectural shingles and, and choices that we have today. So that's one other thing that somebody's going to comment about. Uh, when they get out, oh, look, new roof. And I can tell you that uh, as of late, and I don't know why, but um, everybody's asking me how old the roof is on a house, even one that looks like it's in good repair. Are you finding that? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of that as yeah. well. So uh, it's, a, it's a hot topic right now. Okay, so don't want to dwell in great detail for the, uh, the last five to round it out to 15, but I'll mention them real quickly. Uh, creating a grand entrance. Um, once again, don't go overboard. I like Rick's comment a while ago about uh, maybe just sprucing it up a little bit and then jumping into the number three that we already mentioned, putting a new entry door in. But yet, um, create go back to that curb appeal thing. Adding a bathroom. Um, if you're in a neighborhood that can stand it and you've only got one bathroom, adding a second bathroom is is often a good choice don't you think yeah absolutely yeah absolutely never go wrong there yeah and then um your major kitchen remodel if you buy an older home that hadn't been touched since 1975 you may just want to gut it and just 
rock on and make it uh, make it look new. And then uh, number 14 is adding a master suite. Once again, there's a lot of neighborhoods uh, that are older that have been that are consistently being remodeled, and all the rooms function just just fine, except for you'll find that the master bedroom, master closet, and master bath are either well, the master bath may be a half bath. We see that a whole lot, and so if if you just add a master suite to that house, you don't have to touch too much the uh, what I call the public spaces, your living room, dining room, and whatnot. But you can focus on where the owners spend you know a lot of their time, and uh, as long as you don't overdo it for the neighborhood, that's a great one on return. Uh, and then the last one is a backyard patio. Now they're saying you only get a forty-seven percent return on that. But, Rick, you, you can jump in and tell me what you think about that. But everything I've been reading for the last three or four years says that an outdoor entertaining space is one of the top things you can do. I, I, I think it has been for like like five or six years now. And I think that um, those spaces, outdoor designs, outdoor spaces that are designed for your family needs and what have you are just like really important. And they add so much to the house, and you can do basic things. You can do, you know, like a fire pit and a, a grilling area and maybe a recreational area and then a sitting area to, to be able to uh, eat outside or what have you, enjoy the outside. It's an, it's an extended living area in today's world. A lot of people love being outside and then having that extended living space on the, on the exterior of the home. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, one little tidbit, I was talking to one of the local firefighters yesterday because I had a customer that had um, asked me to investigate. But if you're in the triad and you got an outdoor fire pit uh, that doesn't have a chimney with a smoke arrestor on it, make sure that you have one of those fire pit covers with a smoke arrestor. Otherwise, they're going to come put your fire out and maybe write you a little ticket. So, we love our, our patio campfires or little, uh, you know, but put that cover on it. Right. Okay, Rick, you got anything else you want to add for me? I just, uh, boy, I got the theme uh, from David here. Don't go overboard for your neighborhood. Wow, I mean, how many times has he said that? So the way you do that is you call us at Weikert Realtors Triad Associates or go out to our website, contact us, www.weikert.com. Triad.com and let us know how we might be able to help you. We want to be your real estate experts for the triad. That's fantastic. And once again, if you have some ideas uh, about things you'd like to hear in these podcasts, please go on the website and leave us some comments. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Get in touch with David and Rick at Weikert Realtors Triad Associates. Telephone 336-759-0060. Located at 3061 Trendwest Drive, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Online at weikerttriad.com.